Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Right for Joy show, where we talk about joy, what it is, and where we can find it. I'm your host, Allie Cross. I'm a USA Today bestselling author and coach, and I'm a bit obsessed with happiness in all its varieties. We are finally back for season two. If you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Now, on with the show. Uh, at least I know where my teenager is. Hey, everybody. I am back with my awesome friend, Anne Hunter. And I'm a little discombobulated because she's making me do fancy things that I wasn't prepared to do. Same. <laughs> oh, um, I don't, I'm going to try to read her bio, but I can't promise that I'm going to read what's exactly written. There. Oh, please do. So Anne is a multi-award winning author and her stuff is awesome. They're all a great read. Check out the show notes when you're done watching or listening, of course, because you're going to want to check out this lady's books. All right, fine. I'll show the box. What? I'm just... <laughs> John Olson had this fancy pop-up of his books. This is not a fancy pop-up. This is Anne's Amazon page. Her North Oak series that you can see up on the screen is her biggest seller and the place that I think her heart lives. Mm -hmm. um, they are amazing. I kind of want to read it again. We should read it together and like, um, narrate it. Yeah. Her Dream Runners books, uh, dystopian books, and they are awesome. So Anne's books are super cool. And so is she. Um, I'm going to get back to my notes. Or else I'm just going to tell you stuff that I know from road tripping with her for... Did it end up being like... Three days. It was a lot. We don't know anymore. Road tripping with Anne is a exercise in silence or 20 questions with me asking all the questions and um, the silence being filled because I obviously can't handle silence. We should try to see if we can do silence. Well, I don't know if I can. Um, I would just fill the silence. And no joke, we were in the car on the way home for 18 hours. And we have no idea what happened. I swear we were abducted by aliens because my GPS said we, I mean, we did get turned around a couple times. But we traveled for 18 hours on an 11 hour drive yeah it's all a fever dream at this point so and on that particular stretch we only stopped for dinner which was very short and maybe one gas station but it was 18 hours and so i don't know but and can attest that i talked the entire i'm really good at just listening i like to just listen I did ask many questions, which she answered, but Anne is not, Anne is very, Anne is not, Anne, oh my gosh, what is Anne? I don't know now that I, like, Anne is not the one to volunteer the conversation. That's what I was trying to get to. So 
she's content to just be in silence. Now I know what like to decide, like to sit in your presence. And... Well, that's what it is. Yeah, it's more like she's got her own stuff going on inside her own head. She says she's hilarious. Now, I, the Canadian in me, feels like that's a faux pas to say that you are something that is subjective, because that's very like, uh, what's the word? Like snooty of her to go, and I'm hilarious. I am. But in Anne's case, it, she's not wrong. I don't want to really tell her that because she already thinks she's my cool friend. And it'll just further stoke my ego. But she says she's often told it must be a blast living in her brain because the voices, and she says that the voices in her head never shut up. And maybe they're better friends than I am. No, I don't say that. But anyways, so terrific. I'm telling myself that this is why Anne had silence because she was fully entertained inside her own head. <laughs> I, on the other hand, need other people to entertain me or I need to entertain them or something is going terribly wrong. And therefore, the continuous talk fest that was traveling with Allie last summer let's do it again so we both said we are never doing that again it was in it was in like arizona mountains which i didn't know existed because i'm canadian don't play me and don't know american geography um but it was a great retreat but the drive down there like it is truly the land in which you would be abducted if abductions do happen which i think they did happen so, okay. So, Anne is a very prolific writer. She is such a great example to me about how much she writes, she writes, and writes. And she says she lives in the shadow of the Wasatch Mountains, which she does, with an overly tolerant husband, which I can attest to. She does. My dear, way with so much crap. And her two feral daughters. And we just had a laugh right before we came on because. It's summertime when we're recording this and kids are out of school and one of her daughters is like running the neighborhood like I did back in the eighties. Well, Anne's much younger than yeah. me, but, um, she, she was still a farm girl kid, farm kid where it was pretty much a free for all. Like there was no supervision in the eighties. No, it was just like, don't die. If any <laughs> advice was given. The all. indoors was where the adults lived. Yes. That they is were not allowed inside. No. Wait, yeah. let's do our so delicious plug. Rip. What flavor are you enjoying today? I, I am an El Doctoral girl. It's Dr. Pepper and horchata and raspberry puree. It tastes like Christmas. Yum. And we accidentally switched drinks of which I said, I don't know any other <laughs> drinks. So I only want the same one and i was like yum i'll keep it um i have the viking yeah it's with with chocolate syrup oh that's why it tastes a tad different today it was a surprise and diet coke which i don't think is how it's officially made but i there's lightning makes makes the words go i'm gonna have to make the picture of that and that will be our promo be like hey so delicious we are soda awesome. We are soda awesome. So, and we are here to talk about jewelry. Oh, 
So I, when I told Dan I was going to ask her what her definition of joy was, she kind of got this look on her face, a little bit like that. Um, but she's had a few minutes to think about it. Do you know how you define joy? I'm, as a person with manic depression, bipolar, um, it's like medication can only go so far where it, it helps you feel like even kill and human, but you still feel kind of like uh, just that, just even kill. So I would say I'm content. I don't feel like I experience joy very often. But what I do find helpful is gratitude and being grateful for even the small things in your life. Um, I'm super grateful for my daughters and my husband. They're so supportive. Um, they bring me joy. And my girls are super funny um, with the, the feral children. <laughs> Usually you, you wonder in the summer where your teenager is. No, I know exactly where my teenager is. I have no idea where the 10-year-old is. <laughs> she feral. So yeah, joy and um, close friends like Allie. Um, I love coming over here and hanging out and getting words done and stuff. Um, and I find joy-ish in not necessarily writing, but having written. I think a lot of writers experience that. Like, oh, right, right. But then when you get the finished product, you're like, yeah. So I forgot to mention that we are at my house, as you can probably tell, and is here in my house. And we don't get to do it very often, but it's really nice when we can. I don't know how many words we get done, because often there's a good chunk of time spent talking. But Anne is um, Anne does other write-ins with other friends, and and I think that's a really great thing that you do. Like you and Susan have your regular Monday meetup. And I think that especially if medication is making you even keeled, but it can be real, but not happy or whatever, because you sort of miss out on the highs because the lows. Oh, are when we, when we go manic, that's where we have the highs. We right. really like being manic. We get stuff done. <laughs> I think sometimes we need to step out of that, like forcibly. Anne comes here because she knows she has to forcibly get me to do something because I will never leave my house. And you would look at me and think that is not a problem for me, but weirdly it is. So and I love leaving my house. <laughs> she likes coming and playing with my doggies. Um, but I do think that, that the things that you do, like the regular things that you do, Help that, and then also belongs to like a a date a writing community kind of thing that on Slack that they yeah they they it's Slack so and I think that those things are really healthy and good when you sort of feel like you are if you are feeling like you're not quite right there probably is a better med for you yeah say better dose for you stay on top of your mental health and don't settle. Yeah, yes, don't say. Because it's been amazing talking to Anne these past few weeks when she has been, like, she's been productive in writing. A lot more. Yeah. Right? Like, which... Like you know, I said, I could have felt like this the whole time. And whereas before, even on medication, she would have her lows. Birth. 
where she couldn't do anything at all. And um, she still did because she's a workhorse and would try, but it was hard. And now she's having generally, I mean, it's still writing, right? I feel amazing. Still not great. For the first time in like since I was 15 and I started, I I had depression started. um, I feel amazing. Yeah. I feel great. Yeah. That's so exciting. But do advocate for yourself or for your child. Okay. So, Anne. So where do you not find joy in your writing? You kind of touched on it, but can you, like, why do you show up again and again, even though it's sometimes a slog? Just let's talk about that. Um, I think every author asks themselves that, especially when they're not being as successful as they would like. Uh, my dream is to make it living income for my family off my writing right now it's just hobby money let's be honest and it's really hard to keep keep swinging when you're in that mindset of like why don't i get noticed what's the point but i have felt since i was very young that i am called to the work like on the spiritual um what he wants people down here to know um including i dare say we're gonna we're gonna do it uh my Norfolk series is lgbt um but it's also christian in a really good way where um the ideal christian where you love everyone as you should um and you just let god work out the rest there's not a whole lot of judgment which is great and it's a safe space and i i really feel adamant about creating a world and a space for that because youth these days especially need that representation they need to see themselves in media um so that they feel more confident to be themselves well it's really hard to be yourself when you doubt yourself yeah is it being done much at all christian values plus lgbt that's a good that's a good question um i'm not really sure um my because in the real world, yeah, it was, feels like you have to choose. Like, yeah. you can't be a Christian or you can't go to a Christian church because. Right. But I think that... I think the ideal world would be where we are, you're Christ-like in here. Yeah. And not condescending or anything. Yeah. Separating. Just people. Yeah. Um, but I'm wondering, I, I would think that that would be fairly unique yeah. in your stories. So, I think so which too. Which would make me love it all the more. The series, I like to say, um, it it champions tough kid and teen issues. Uh, it's just set against a really exciting backdrop of horse racing. It's high stakes, high speed. <laughs> you had these Christian values, and you you're not just demonstrating um, how to be yourself, mm-hmm. but also how true Christians should behave. Um, I love that you do that. That, I mean, it's one of the things I love about you is, is your, because I think you are a true Christian and you, I try the world obviously needs a whole lot more of that. Uh, like, yeah. Okay. So I don't, I can't think of a clever way to like segue off of that. 
So, because I mean, normally I give my guests a chance to like say something and Anne just did a beautiful job selling her oak for North Oak series. One of the reasons why I think fans would really love it, um, in addition to what we've talked about, is that they get to be with her main character from like middle grade kind of age up to young adults. Nearly meant 13 up. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I, I'm even going to have spin-off series of her as an adult so that um and then you're starting like her readers can enjoy. Right. And <laughs> you're starting up. over with a new younger. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. But I love that because a reader could pick up the story and grow with it and it grows with her. Check out the show notes for all of Anne's links. She is one you're going to want to follow. She does really neat things on her Instagram page. Um, she's got some fun TikToks out there, but I think she's taking a break. Yeah. So, but if all of you guys followed her and like totally loved on her, she might come back. She was very entertaining. I'm totally an attention whore. Please love me. So let's do a better So Delicious photo. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Oh. Okay. So let's like, I don't know. And like what I always like to do my little Korean hearts and oh and Anne's just doing her cheesy grin. Yay! Like, okay. Um, and I'm sure that was super fun for all of those of you who are listening to the podcast and not watching the show. Um, thanks so much for being here. And you are amazing. You are too. I love you. I love you. Uh and Renee. Right <laughs> um, I'm super happy, but now I want to go spend some time with her. And actually try to get some words in. I was about words. to say work because I don't oh, actually have work writing on my to-do list today because um, I have so much work to do. I was going to say, let's go but, play because if you think of it as play, it's easier to do. Well, that's what I was going to say is that Anne is here. Therefore, I should write. So I will see you next time. In the meantime, make sure that you go out and grab joy for yourself because it is all around you. So have a great one, guys. See you next time.